0: The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. Welcome back to Isaiah 61, Pastor Solomon of and we are always excited to come to you. Because it's a privilege. It's a privilege. And we don't take it lightly that you are granting us an audience. And the Word of God dwelling you richly. As you embark on taking the gospel to the next person and sharing the good news. And now becoming an embodiment of the Word. I'm going into the highways and byways and compelling men from every descent, from every ethnos to come and to come into the house of the Lord. Now, we are located at Ten One Penn Avenue North, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55411. And we invite you to connect with us on social media. On Facebook, we are at Spirit of the Lord Church. On Instagram, it is we are Spirit of the Lord. So, at we are Spirit of the Lord and you can check our website out, wearspiritofthelord.com or spiritoflordchurch.org spiritoflordchurch.org We're excited about the next phase of um, what God is doing and the teachings that God has entrusted us with to be a blessing to you. And so we also encourage feedback. You can certainly email us. Um, you can, you know, send us messages on on social media and we'll be happy to connect with you and help guide you as the Lord leads into where God intends for you to go. We have a kingdom focus, we have a kingdom mind, and so we just address things that way and we believe that God acts and God completes that which we start. And so join us on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Um, and uh, Tuesdays, 6 p.m., we have Bible study. Um, it's the School of the Word where we teach and explore things that are related to um, the, the, the doctrine, sound doctrine, biblical teaching that equips you for your next phase Of your life, the next challenge, and then we have prayer services Fridays at six p.m., and it's a wonderful time of encounters with God that we don't take for granted. So, join us in at any one of those services or all those services, and be blessed. Now we continue the topic: exploring godliness, exploring godliness, and godliness is as we have discussed knowing God and agreeing with God. So you then become one with God. And the foundation is us being with the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ is the 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 foundation of godliness. And so knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ builds us to a place of experiencing godliness. Amen. And so we um, last week we we talk, we took Second Peter one, um, and we went through verses one through verses um, verse six, and we explored how um, there there are foundational steps that need to be put in place for us to attain and achieve godliness. So godliness comes as a result of work. Amen. It comes as a result of work, putting, you know, put things in place, allowing the spirit of God to lead you. But as he leads you, he causes you to build on whatever he gives you. So tomorrow you would be dealing and building up on yesterday's progress. Yeah, there's, there's not a place of arrival in Christ. No, there is not a place of arrival in Christ. And Enoch did walk with God. How many years? 300 years. So, Enoch walked with God 300 years. And it wasn't a boring time, (laughs) all those 300 years, because there were, there was always things. There were always, Things that um, Enoch encountered and conversations that really lifted him up, and you look at walking with God three hundred years. Uh, I mean, s- some people walk with God 50, 60 years, and it's it's not a long shot. It is actually a very, very adventurous and engaging and satisfying journey where you realize that well you're still learning who God is but at least you have a better viewpoint based on intimacy. Right? You have a better viewpoint. So you you would you would not make certain errors. You'd you would you would actually yeah move according to what he desires and now you become more focused on what grieves God. You manifest qualities of God. You manifest characteristics that are associated with God, and that is the essence of godliness. And faith is a key ingredient, is a key component. Um, and then virtue, then knowledge, as Second Peter uh, two, so, sorry, Second Peter one talks about. And to knowledge, it talks about temperance, patience. And godliness. So you, it's a build up, and then as you build up, verse seven of Second Peter one says that, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wait a minute! I thought he was going to say that um, <laughs> you are not be barren <laughs> or unfruitful. You know, in success or in riches or in no in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wow, this is a shift in our paradigm. Because the world and certain religious teachings have confined us and have relegated um, things. As we become godly, we are supposed to see certain manifestations, um, as in wealth, as in you know um, possessions and all that. Yes, God gives those, but see the. Peter is drawing our attention to the fact that the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is really the core. it's really what godliness is all about because as you are one with God now the byproduct of being one with God shows up and you don't it's it's a byproduct so it's not something that we should focus on. Money, properties, real estate. Yes, God wants us to own real estate. He says, ask and I'll give you the nations. But your heart has to be in the right place. The knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ should consume you every time. Why? Because then that allows you to be regulated. You, you wouldn't go rogue by having the knowledge of Christ dwell deeply in you. Yeah, verse 9 says that but he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off. So if you lack these steps and you haven't built these innate ability in you powered by the Holy Spirit then you are what? Blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. And this is very, it's it's very telling when um, the Spirit of God speaks through Peter like this. I mean, some people believe that they've got it and they don't. And the scripture is equating them to being blind. Not being able to see afar off and being forgetful. It says that, um, verse 10 Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. So there's a safeguard to falling. There's a safeguard to ensuring that we're not forgetful of where we came from. There's a safeguard to not being blind. There's a safeguard. There's a safeguard in place. And what's that safeguard? Be rich in the knowledge of our lord jesus christ because then you will build upon faith you add virtue to faith and you add knowledge to virtue and then you would also add the divine nature of god in the process and to knowledge you add temperance being able to be regulated by the holy spirit and then now regulating others and then you add patience and then you add godliness Brotherly kindness is the next result so it becomes almost like an automated process once we position ourselves it's almost an automatic process when we position ourselves and allow god And allow God to minister And allow God to move And allow God to manifest And allow God to build He's the one that builds his church He builds us But there has to be The agreement There has to be the connection There has to be uh, Us positioning ourselves And ready in In the posture that Allows him to come in this is, this is good. This is good stuff. And then he's saying that, you know, that don't be blind. So it's good to know that these are the things that we need to do. But the importance of them is that we stay in line with God's will for our lives. We stay in line with God's will for our lives. Amen. We stay in line with God's will. All right. Now, I want to go to the amplified version, switch up a little bit um, to the amplified version of, of the Bible. And um, let's, let's read from verses 7. It says that, And in your godliness, brotherly affection, and in your brotherly affection, let's develop Christian love. That is to learn to unselfishly seek the best for others and do things for their benefit. The Amplified gives a very, very compelling um, account of and definition of love. To learn unselfishly seek the best for others and to do things for their benefit. Oftentimes we ask ourselves what's in it for me? Um I'm going to volunteer and minister, what's in it for me? Um yeah, I'm going to do outreach and I know people will be blessed, but what's in it for me? God is not saying that there's not a place to think that. But He prefers that we prioritize building his kingdom. Knowing that when we build his kingdom, he sustains us because he's king. And the king will not allow anyone that serve him to go hungry or to go uncatered for. Why? Because he's mandated to protect his word. And to protect anyone under his covering. What's in it for God should be our posture. What's in it for the for the for our neighbor, what's in it for the other person, and then trust God in the process because He would take care of us. You're listening to Isaiah sixty one, my name is Pastor Solomon Aquaka, and we're discussing godliness godliness. We will take a quick break and we'll be right back. It was my cross you bore so I could live in the free Hi, I'm Georgine Rice. This week in the Christian Outlook, sponsored by the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, making the case once again for the two-parent norm. A two-parent home being something that is a right for a child, we're simply saying the original design needs to be the one put in place. Be sure to join us and visit our website at christianoutlook.com. Join us for the Christian Outlook every Saturday evening at 7, here on AM 980 The Mission, the Twin Cities Christian Voice. Gonna sing this really quick. Wanna sing this song to the Lord? Let this be your song. Welcome back year. to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon Aquaka. We are back with you on this episode. I'm wrapping up the series of godliness. Godliness. Um, and we know that godliness is being one with God, being like God, manifesting the will, the power, the voice of God. And Knowing that God is the one that honors us. God is the one that brings to past and brings to bear everything that pertains to life and godliness. Everything that pertains to life and godliness. And so on this journey, I hope you're getting the perspective that godliness it's not built in isolation. We know what godliness is. And it's deeply rooted in the knowledge of the Lord, of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, deeply rooted in the knowledge. And being in that framework allows you to look to the left or to the or to the right and you see Jesus. You look up, you see Jesus. You look down, you see Jesus. You look Everywhere, Jesus surrounds you. So it safeguards you. And it's not built in isolation because you progressively move towards that. Godliness is achievable, is attainable, is possible. In fact, when Jesus says, Matthew 5, 48, be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. I mean, some some people may have some issues with with that statement, but it's an absolute truth. Obviously, we are here, and we are still flawed in this in this fallen world. But God expects us to maximize everything that He's given us. God expects us to be. Become the best in everything that pertains to life, in everything that pertains to godliness, in everything that pertains to our development in him. And he gives us the grace to do that. Additionally, what, what what we need to realize is that godliness brings us to a place where Jesus is at the center of it. You know, he did not move or do anything without the Father saying. And so, Jesus was not politically correct. There's a place to exercise wisdom. There's a place to manifest it. And there's a place to, when you're speaking the mind of God, when you're speaking the mind of God, when you're speaking the mind of God, God, uh, you're speaking the mind of God. You would ensure that you are always aligned with heaven. Because in the worst moments, heaven will fight for you. The heavens will raise fights for you. And I pray that you are encouraged through this because this teaching is very very necessary how do you know that you're, you're you're being godly it's very simple you have the teachings of Christ and you have the voice of God activated in your life that you say God how about this how do I approach this I prefer this but what's your, what? what do you say about it what's your thoughts on it and God said well my word is very clear on this. So he said, no, okay, God, no argument. I'm I'm moving forward. I'm doing what you asked me to do against my preference. Now, God understands who we are. He built us. He understands the complexity of some of us. He understands some of us are emotionally driven and, 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 and very sensitive, but he still says that, you know what? Through that, I'm going to give you the ability to master your emotions. And so, as I've said, self-control is the highest form of godliness. Because you are able to wrap up your emotions and your thoughts and And everything, the intricacies of your decision-making process, you wrap all that and you say, God, I hand it over to you. Now, let me know how I should proceed. Then God says, wow, in spite of how you felt, in spite of your drive, you're still giving me the, the edge. And God is like, wow, this is someone who is like me. Godliness is when you speak and even decide to honor your word to the detriment of certain things around you because you spoke and you committed. And so you honor that. Yes. Yes. And may God give you the grace and extend to you the courtesies Extend to you his very manifest glory. And may he cause you to shine and radiate forth all the light. All the light. All the light that he's given you. All the light that he's given you. Our goal is to radiate that light in its entirety. In its fullness. Radiate it forth. And that is godliness. Shining all the light based on the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Giving it all to the people that need it the most. And now becoming like God on this earth. Isn't that reassuring, refreshing? May God allow you to walk in him, in his light. And manifest all that he has Given to you because he's given you everything that pertains to this life and godliness. God bless you until next week. Stay blessed and walk in the fullness of God's glory and manifest godliness in all that you do. And may you see people come and testify that yes, there's been a change, there's been a transformation in Jesus' name. Amen.